Welcome to the Two and a Half Citizens Podcast. I'm Zen. R.I.P. Chente. What's your best grito? You have to show me your best grito. I don't even know if you can grito for real, to be honest. Oh, bro, don't play with me, bro. I just, it just got a, it got a crescendo again, you know. And I'm just, re, I'm just. <laughs> Should I throw one right? Nah, I'm not gonna do it. You, I got kind of shy. I got shy. The, come on, dog. Nah, I got shy. Come but on, anyway, R.I.P. Chente, bro. Now. When I hear that name, I, I smell the fajitas in the air. You see the Modelos. I, I My mom called me on the fact that Modelos aren't that Mexican, she said. But it's the bottle, bro. I know, I know, but she says you have to have a Coronita. Yeah, or a Tecate. I'd like Tecates because I'll be real, like, the most Mexican I ever felt. I don't know if this is right or wrong. I don't know, to be honest with you. But the most Mexican I ever felt was sitting, standing in the parking lot. Of a funeral home, drinking Tecate lights in Mexico. Yo, hey, hey, whoa, I don't even do that. Like, that felt wild. I was sitting there, like, we were at my grandfather's funeral, and me yeah. and my dad were like, we gave each other a look, like, we gonna go for a walk real quick. Yeah. We walked over to the store, and, like, we just got a bunch, mind you, the Tecates were cheap as fuck out there. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just get a whole bunch of Tecates, we're just chilling with the squad out the truck real quick while the girl's inside grieving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, felt yeah. I felt macho for for one. Did, did you, like, want to, like, beat your wife or something? No, 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 no. I just, I just felt like if she were to call me, I'd be like, men are talking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hold up, I got to mansplain some stuff to you yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how I felt. I felt that kind of energy. Yeah. But... That's like the most Mexican feeling where you're yeah. like, yo, this Mexico thing wild. Yo, you know bro, I mean? I've been I've been banging some chente because, you know, you got to pay your respects. And like I was just listening to his lyrics and my boy was on his toxic bag constantly. So was he like the, the was he like the Mexican future? No, 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 no. He was like the Mexican like Drake in the sense that he's going to be crying. But it's like crying at a situation he caused. Like he'll be like, this woman left me. How could she leave me? I mean, I just had like eight side pieces, but like she was the main one though. <laughs> like he, this boy, is, he was a wild boy, bro. So comparing the fact that like, and, and I know it doesn't sound like in the same in the similarity, but basically like this music was like the equivalent of like Chicago drill music. No, 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 no. So... So, because there's there's um there's different sections to it. So there's like mariachi music. Can you explain? Because to me, yeah, they all no, start the same and end in tan tan. Bro, you racist, bro. It's not racist. It's facts. No, bro, you racist. It's literally facts. No, bro. Tell me a song you fuck with that don't end in tan tan at a different speed. If it's a slow song, it ends in tan tan. No, it don't. They just end it. Nah. All right. Dun, dun. And then it ends. So. So there's there's mariachi music, which is like what Vicente Fernandez is. Um, there's like Norteñas, which is a little bit more of like, uh, it's like from the north, obviously, because in, in the name, uh, it's, no, a, it's a little bit faster paced, um, a little bit more modern. And then there's like corridos, which I would say those would be like the equivalent to like raps because it's like dudes telling stories. To, to like uh like a beat like that. So it's like King Von's Crazy Story Part Two. Yeah, essentially. So, but, uh, but like Mexican. But not all corridos are about bad things. Like there could be corridos about a woman that left you. There could be corridos about you getting drunk with the boys. Now the ones that are specifically equivalent to drill music are the narco corridos, which is artists telling stories about narcos, and then like. Yeah. So here's here's what I'm wondering, because I know we had this conversation once, and you tell me those guys are doing a dangerous job because sometimes they get whacked for just talking the stories. Yeah. So I think about, like, Lil Durk. When they talk about him being the voice, and I've listened to some people talk about how the structures work in some of these gangs and stuff, where, like, these rappers are not 
active members sometimes, mm-hmm. but spokespersons, like spokespeople for the gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. like maybe a nautical can be like, you are our guy to like tell the riveting stories. Yeah. And like seem like get the cloud off of it. We're on behind doing the thing, but you're out here showing the other ops that like we have so, the smoke. That we got the smoke. So that's kind of how that's kind of why they get it. Because they could be like performing in op te- op narco territory. Like, top, oh, yeah, and so it's like now you're you're associated with yeah, as the ops yeah, because yeah, you're yeah, telling yeah. the stories about their shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. I get so, you. So then you and your fans get it. That's wild because you're dealing with like cartel. Because like I don't know too much. Like I could just be t- capping. Yeah. But like, wasn't that kind of like the situation with like Frank Sinatra? Like. He was rolling around with some yeah, mob he was shit. Like the mob. And he was mm-hmm. basically just like, kind of like how rappers are hustling now. They're like, yo, this music shit, you can make some money off this. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, this entertainment shit, you can make some money off this. Yeah, I just yeah. spit some stuff like this, give it some little smooth things for the ladies and be all mob and whatnot. And yeah. I'm the voice of the mob out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like similar type of situations. Yeah, and some stuff like that. Um, that and then like the stories are still kind of wild. I love the similarities between like our cultures. Like honestly, what do you, what do you what do you have in the typical drill song? You have the tough guy, you got drug dealing, and you got guns and bitches w- and bitches. What do you have in narco corridos? The exact same four Except elements. You add cows. Except you add cows, but there's gonna be gunshots in the track. You know. Yeah, I know they're spinning on their ops for real, and then they're going on different routes because. You know, rappers are talking about Rolls Royces and stuff like that, and they're just yeah. talking about black Tahoes and pickup trucks. Yo, you you've seen uh, the the videos of like Snoop Dogg listening to Narco Corridos? Yeah, the, 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 bro, they're fucking funny. Like he loves it. He knows it. That was my thing when you've heard. I don't know if you've heard that joke. Oh man, if you heard the joke about um, really Iglesias, where he was like, yep, yep, he yep. went on his podcast, and, and so that's like when you start noticing like, oh, okay, there's like like he does actually appreciate the culture. That's when yeah, you realize. Yeah. It's not always appropriation, and sometimes it is appreciation. I feel, yeah, 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 Because, like, even Gabriel was, he was like, I was sitting there like, where is this going to go? Yeah, like, you're just going to sit here and, like, make fun of my culture yeah. my face like this? That's yeah, then he was cool. just like, nah, gangster recognized gangster. And then he's like, oh, shit, he's right. Like, yeah, he understands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, let's just actually start the podcast now. All right, all right. Yeah, honestly, I got to get some stuff off my chest. I got some things that I got to yeah. get off my chest, so let's. You know, Merry um, Christmas. We sang Merry Christmas, bro. Huh? We ain't saying happy holidays. I'm I'm not with that PC-ness, bro. Sorry, I apologize for him. Merry Xmas, everybody. Bro, you you a wild boy. Like honestly, I be I be feeling mad disrespected when I walk into Starbucks and like it's colorful and shit. Why? Because I'm just like, who the fuck are we selling? Like, what what are what are we doing this for? Commercialism, bro. Because I'm just saying, like all this reds and greens and like these crosses and shit, all this imagery on this shit, dog. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't appreciate that shit. Why? Because what if I'm just into Christmas for the commercialism? Why are you trying to shove religion oh. into my Christmas? Oh, 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 dang! Like you, the I, real I just, capitalist. I just think it's I just think it's mad disrespectful to be trying to shove like Christianity into my presence like that, like into my gifts. Mm. Like Silent Night, bitch. I'm gonna keep talking. It, so oh, oh, you feel like you feel like you you just walking down the street and and talking to a random person and they randomly hit you with the Have you heard of your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? But that's how I feel like every single time that they say Merry Christmas to me mm. at the end of the store, they're like Merry Christmas, and I'm like Happy Holidays, man. Damn, bro. And I just be dipping. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I'm just why are you grinching, bro? No, nah, I'm just kidding. I actually I actually love Christmas, but it feels this time it feels rushed. I guess it's. Turning like it, that every year yeah, it, as we get older? It, it, it do, yeah. I, I, Bro, th- Christmas is my favorite holiday because it was the one holiday that my parents were like, all right, all right, all right. We'll be normal. We'll be normal. We'll be go, normal go, 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 go all out. Still no Santa Claus, but you know, do, do you. You ain't got no Santa Claus? No Santa. Well, like my mom never like let me believe in Santa Claus. She was just like, nah. That's just fake. Yeah, I she know. was like, that's fake. We're getting two presents. That's, that's from the devil. Cause she was like that because she's like because she was like it's about Jesus. They trying to distract you. That is not that is you know. I feel that to be honest. I mean, I feel like that was the push to make it to remove it from religion a little bit, right? I guess to a certain extent. But then I was also like, I'm a kid, bro. Let me be a kid. Damn, why everything got to be so serious? Of course, but it's like. When it's about a religion, in order to get people excited and wanting to be right. involved, you say, okay, well, look, Santa Claus. And then you and do the same like thing Christmas with Easter. Trees and- you just throw an Easter bunny because 
being like, hey, we're going to sit down at this church to respect the fact that God died. Yeah. I mean, that Jesus died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then rose three days later and was whipped repeatedly and put a crown of thorns on him. You got it backwards, but yes. All right. I just was speaking. Yeah. I don't know. He got whipped, then he died. Of then course, dog. I, I ain't saying that they whipping his dead body, but I'm just talking about <laughs> all of the gruesomeness. Wild. I was talking about all the gruesomeness <laughs> that you're trying to get a kid to want to celebrate. Yeah. And they're like, the fuck? And then you're like, there's an Easter bunny. Yo, tell me about how my parents let me watch The Passion of the Christ when it came out. That was a rated R movie. Like, what year did it come out? I want to know how old that was. Yo, this came out in 04. All right. So you were... I was... I was five. Seven. No, I was six. No, Roman was no, born no, no, in 03. No, no. Roman was no. born in 03. He's seven no, no. years apart from me. No, no, no. Uh, 04, 04. I was... So at 03, I was seven, and you're like a year older than me. Yeah. So, so I was like, eight, like eight, I was eight, eight, or nine. eight, nine. Yeah. That's a rated R movie, bro. That's the only rated R movie I'd ever seen up to that point. You want to hear something wilder? What? Eight Mile came out November 8th, 2002. And I saw that shit when it came out <laughs> in the theaters. <laughs> my parents took me to the theater. Mom Spaghetti. And I saw that shit. They made me cover my eyes for the sex scene. Yeah. But they also didn't tell me, don't tell your teacher that you went and saw this the next day. Because I 100% <laughs> told my teacher that I saw that shit the next day. Damn, you stressed this I didn't realize that I was just like, I was a, a rap fan. And I'm like, they were like, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I saw a mile. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so Damn. it was cool. It was fun. Then your parents got that call. I don't know if they got a call. They probably did. But um, they probably did, to be honest. Yeah. But fuck that bitch. No, actually, it wasn't that one. I don't know if I was... In 2002, if I was... So then I should have been like six. So I probably was like in kindergarten or something mm -hmm. like that. First grade. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I probably got a call. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I probably yeah, got a call. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, that's so wild, right? Like I'm like yeah. kindergarten, first grade. But we out here. But bro, it was like such a gruesome movie. And then it's like you I can't, know I saw that shit. You can't close your eyes because it's like, what, you ain't love Jesus? You don't want to see what Jesus did for your sins? Yeah. How those when they make you feel that way? You're like, and then you're so young, you're like, I don't even remember sinning. To be, yeah. honest, you, to be honest with you, I'm trying to think back on my sins. I don't see them. Yeah. But if we're gonna talk about this is a really hard pivot. This is gonna be an aggressive pivot. I mean, we're just going to start the podcast. We really, because I got to get something off my chest, okay? Because yeah. I really just got to get something off my chest right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you been hearing about, if we're talking about people's sins and mistakes and if they should be paying for them? Yeah. Have you been hearing about what's happening to this uh, Rohel Lazar, this this guy that dealt oh, with? Oh, yeah. With the accidental. Oh, his accident. brakes malfunction and he killed eight people? Something like that. Something Let's, like that, uh, yeah. So. We all know of the crash that happened on I-70 in Devonder, Colorado. Most of us have heard facts in the case. Um, can you pronounce that? You're more Mexican than me. I just don't want to, like, disrespect anybody's family. R-O-G-E-L. Give me a second. <laughs> like, I'm going to try to figure this out. But Rogel Lázaro Aguilera Mederos. Okay. Um, that almost sounds comical how long that is. Uh, well, it's the, it's a two last name. No, thing. I know. I was actually having a conversation with my dad about that, but um, he has nothing on his driving record yeah. or on his criminal history. He had complied with every single request by the Jefferson County Courts and investigators on the case. He's passed all of the drug and alcohol tests that were given, including a chemical test. This accident was not intentional, nor was it a criminal act on the driver's part. No one but the trucking company he is or was employed by should be held accountable for this accident. Right. No, we are not trying to make it seem any less of a tragic accident that it is because, yes, lives were lost. We are trying to hold the person who needs to be held responsible responsible. Yeah. The trucking company has had several inspections since 2017 with several mechanical violations. There are many things that could have been done to avoid the courts that he could have done to avoid the courts. But he took responsibility, showed up, and severely apologized to the victim's families. Some of the families even offered forgiveness. So he is not a criminal. The company he has he was working for knew the federal laws that go into truck driving, but failed to follow those rules. Um, the victim, I mean, Rohel, um, has said several times that he wishes that he had the courage to crash and take his own life that day. This tragic accident wasn't done with intent. 
It wasn't a criminal act. It was an accident. Since he had been sentenced, I have changed this to granting Rohel clemency or commutation as time served. So yeah. he's facing 115 years. I know he's sa- facing a life sentence, which to <clears throat> me, I'm like this wild because if we if we just go and let if we just gonna let people off for like shooting people and saying the law is the law. Of course. You know, and then this guy, the law says he did not commit a crime. So how is he getting charged? I don't know. I haven't been a part of the case. Um, I don't know. I haven't been following like it like that. But I haven't gotten on this one. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Alicia has been heavily on this one, and and like, it's one of these things where and like the thing that doesn't make sense is like, let's say the families um w- like want to go after someone after seeing something like that. Why? They could just be like, yo, we don't even want to come at you. Like, it's the trucking company's fault. Like, they put you at risk, too. Yeah. And I mean, because especially when you're saying he's followed all the protocols. Because I know there's, like, if you get a company vehicle, yeah, most of the time they give you the resources, like a fleet card and a list of places that you can go and get things fixed. Mm-hmm. And it is your responsibility to keep up with those repairs mm-hmm. to, like, take the time out and... Do X, Y, and Z. Get your oil changed. Get yeah, your yeah, brakes yeah. replaced. Well, see, you can speak happen. more on that because you 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 got a company truck, and that's like what it is. It's like a lot of times, it's like you keep up with your stuff. You fill out a report saying what's going on with your vehicle every week at least. Mm-hmm. You should be filling out a weekly vehicle inspection report to say is everything good on my vehicle before we go off. Is there anything that needs to be replaced? Is there anything that the company needs to know as an issue? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of these things that, like, you do when you're, like, fleet driving. I don't know how it works 100% on truck driving because if you're working for a company, it's their truck. Right. Or sometimes <clears throat> you buy a truck and then the company just applies you with things to pick up. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't really know how truck driving is set right, up right, right. to know if it's, like, his truck responsibility or... If it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. the the company's responsibility, you know what I mean, like where their position is. In well, his... from just reading that, it sounds like the... reading that, but that's a GoFundMe page or a petition. You feel me? Oh, so okay, like, okay, okay, gotcha, so gotcha, I'm reading gotcha. a petition bio. Yeah, and that's what they're telling us, and of course they're going to want to sway the opinion in their way yeah, to yeah, sign yeah, the petition. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know enough about the actual case, mm-hmm. other than that a lot of people have been saying it's unfair. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like. Now you're getting enough petition signatures and a lot of people speaking out that, like, the judge is... Um, I mean, the judge... I did see the judge himself being like, yo, this is whack. Like, he told the jury, like... Yeah. And so I think they... Uh, he got a new lawyer because I think that was probably a big thing. Mm-hmm. He probably didn't have, like, the best representation. I'm sure he had a public defender. So now he got a new lawyer. Yeah. And now they're allowing him to repeal or something, appeal or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, And so that's what he's going through now. And hopefully this looks up and, you know, it gives them a better hope than the 115 minimum that is just ridiculous. Yo, Homeboy wasn't even facing that much either. Who? You know who. Oh, I like how you just don't want to mention our boy Kyle Rittenhouse like that. He's going to be on the pod. I'm just (laughs) He's been on podcasts. I know. I've seen he's been on podcasts. And I'm I'm like, like, he ain't even bad at it. Like, why he know how to do this so well already? I'm like, he already he already made like a headline but it's like, the, it's like how Andrew says, like, he just looks like a freaking nerd. Yeah. Like, he, does, like, he doesn't look cool to me. Like, But that's the problem. Is that the reason why we don't like him? If he looked different, would we look at him and think about him If he was, like, on some Ted Bundy stuff where, like, the women liked him? Nah, like, like, because then still we would have a problem with it. But, like. Bro, Ted Bundy had girls in the courthouse being, like, free Ted Bundy. If he was wearing, like, J's or something. But it's just, like. I don't know, bro. I know the look. I know what you're saying. I get you it. You understand what I'm but saying. But that's the problem is like, okay, it's the public perception thing where you look at this Hispanic kid and you're like, look how upset he looks. Look how like remorseful he is. Like he doesn't like deserve to be in this, right? Yeah. And then you look at Kyle Rittenhouse and you're like, yo, this dude know he about to get off. Like yeah. this dude look like he don't even give a fuck about what happened. Yeah. About the three people that died. Yeah. Which, if you're him, you'd be like, yo, they were trying to fucking kill me. No, yeah, I don't yeah, care. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm gonna fake cry, alligator tears in the fucking yeah. courtroom and stuff like that. But nah, like I know the law because I'm uh like I'm a political kid. Like he's a political yeah. nerd. Like some people like sports, which I guess he did like sports until 
LeBron James said something. And his yeah. sport is politics. Like that's I, I don't know if you saw that show when you were in high school, but all the nerd kids treat politics like sport. I yeah. saw this one kid stayed home on election day to like w- keep up with it. That's wild. That is wild. Like you can't vote. You ain't got no bitches. Like damn, bro. Saying. Like I don't even want to say that, but it's just like obviously you got zero bitches. No, no bitch. Yeah. Have you ever been to high school and heard someone be like, "Hey, girl." You sure want to watch this debate with me after work? I mean, after school? You want to come over catch this debate? Yeah, and like, Catch this D? Being in debate, debate? Being in debate and treating it like... like Being in debate is cool. Like, if you're in high school, like... Were I, you in debate? No, I wasn't in it. But, like, I'm saying, like, it, it's all right. It's when you take it... I don't know, bro. I see it, I see it like... You remember them theater kids? Yeah. They thought they were going to make it? Yeah. That's what I... That's, that's how I see it. Just, like... Weird. I feel that I was in debate. I don't know if the like. Yeah, and then you're a normal person. Like, yeah, but I never went to like. That's what any I'm single <laughs> one of the. I went to one. It was a mandatory. I had to go to one. Yeah. Of the tournaments. Yeah. And I remember that's just stressful. Not like because I remember I'm like you're with the partner, right? So yeah. it's like you and your partner are supposed to like take whatever the opposite of like you don't pick. Yeah, yeah, you know they what just the throw it at is, you, yeah. But they throw what side you have to be on. Yeah. And so then I'm like, okay. I, I, I know that I understand the premise. And then there's judges that start judging you on the way that you're doing everything, right? Yeah. So I'm with one dude and this dude just clicking his pen obnoxiously. And I'm like, "Dog, you need to stop." Like between one of the rounds I said, "Dog, you need to stop clicking your fucking pen. I'm like, I'm going to take that shit away from you. You need to quit. And he was like, what? This and this and that gets all, like, defensive. Yeah. We get our notes back at the end. Stop clicking your pen. What the fuck did I tell your bitch ass? Yeah. I'm like, just getting all aggressive. Mind you, it's my first tournament. They've yeah. been going, like, weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just, being, I'm just being awful. After that, I was just like, this is a weird place. Like, people are wearing suits. And I wasn't at the place I am now, I feel like, yeah. with this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so before, like, I could do it, but it was it was intimidating. Yeah. It was definitely intimidating. Yeah. I feel like I could debate the fuck out of all these people now. On, on That's on the set. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can see you doing it. And, uh, like, bro, so needless to say, yeah, if if it is, if you got to co- go after the trucking company, go after the trucking company. Uh, We're going to say free this guy. I already forgot his name. I'm sorry. I, I actually didn't. I just I don't know that I can pronounce it right. TVH. Yeah, it's, it's real Mexican. But let's let's get into some other things because I got to get a few things off my chest. Yeah, bro. Here, let's. So. I mean, we got to stop doing these trial runs. We actually got to start the podcast. Yeah, we really just got to start. So when we're talking about people fighting for their lives out here and you know Talk trying about it. to trying to win it all, the number one person that comes to my mind right now is Jake Paul. You know what I mean? Like that's bro. that's. <laughs> That's who I really think about you when you're talking about fighting for your life out here, right? Yeah. So let's get into it, if we're going to get into it. Uh, he was going to fight Tommy Fury. There was a medical situation, allegedly. And yeah. now Tyron Woodley is getting the rematch. Mm-hmm. I think they had to figure out how to play it this time because they're not being as aggressive with each other. Right. And Because they kind of know where each other are at now. Mm-hmm. All Jake Paul is talking about is... Tyron Woodley's cheeks. Yeah. That's been his number one. Like, fa- like no, ass. Okay. And because um, the big joke is just he's got like a bubble butt mm-hmm. and from like some sort of something, he just keeps on like, he's like, you know, Ariel Hawali or whatever that's doing the face off. Asks him, he's like, you've, you're here at the face off. You've, you know, gone over this mountain before and, you know, a few months ago and now you're coming back and scaling it again. And he goes, I mean, yeah, it's uh, you know, that's a big mountain. Those are some big cheeks to cross over, but you know, we're here. Pause. And, and he's just saying shit like that. Pause. Right? He's just constantly saying shit like that. And then he's like, "Hey, can you take your sunglasses off?" Because Tyrone's like wearing his sunglasses. I just want to see your eyes. He's like, "You ain't gonna see nothing." And he takes his glasses off. He's like, "Do you see something in him?" He was like, "I just want to see his eyes. You know, just his cute face." It's just he's like you setting him up for this. Right? Yeah. Like Tyron's like you setting him up for these things. <laughs> but it's it's so it's funny to see it in that. But the big headlining stuff that's happening is more so him talking with people beforehand, him saying things like, "I am already dealing with memory loss." 
oh yeah i saw that he's like i'm dealing with memory loss i'm dealing with like all slurred speech yeah. where like every one to 200 words i'll slur which i never did before mm-hmm. i'm forgetting things that i should remember i've had about 20 to 30 concussions some of them ranging from high school most of them ranging from my time boxing now and i don't know if this is a setup to be like him saying i'm gonna dip soon yeah. like i'm gonna get a few things done get some more money but i'm dipping soon because i don't want to affect my cognitive health yeah um come on bro you ain't a real one when i'm hearing things like that before a fight it sounds like premeditated excuses yeah where i'm wondering like if you ain't trying to get cte you ain't about this life <laughs> in the- tell me i'm wrong you're not about the life, but nowadays people are basically saying we shouldn't be doing, um, we shouldn't be doing the CTE, like we shouldn't be putting people in risk of that, especially if they have the gene, you know what I mean, that mm-hmm. could make it more susceptible to them and a lot of things like that. So well, it then is that's weird, on the person. Pick a different sport. I don't know. That's the biggest thing that I've been on lately. So I look at Sean O'Malley. Yeah. He's not even a ranked fighter yet, but he's, like, one of the biggest, like, names I'm seeing right now in the sense of, like, when he fights, I want to see him fight. Okay. And that's true for a lot of people. He's an entertaining fighter. Mm-hmm. In this sport, you have to be entertaining. Right. There's two elements. There's the fighting element. There's the, the entertainment element. And then there's just, like, the it factor. Is it worth it, though? Because especially when you're in the MMA, mm-hmm. you're not getting paid hella crazy. Right. Like, you're getting paid enough. Mm-hmm. I, maybe not even because one, homegirl won the fight of the night that bonus, and they asked her how she felt about it, and she said, "I feel insanely grateful. I'm negative on my account right now." That's like what one fighter saying at a press conference after winning fight of the night. Mind you, this was a few UFC events ago. Yeah, but that's it wild. Takes me back to that kind of stuff where you're like, "Well, it's also what you do with it, right?" Because right. like the the UFC could be like, "Okay, we're giving you this platform." You you have all these eyes on you X amount of times a year. You have all these fans. Like, go on podcasts, you know, like, start getting your other, like, other sponsorships. Like, I don't know if the UFC, like, regulates their sponsorships, but if they don't, bro, if, if I, like, if I was them, if I was in that position, um, and the UFC didn't regulate my sponsorships, bro, I'd be talking to Nike, I'd be talking to Reebok, I'd be talking to everybody. Yeah. And I'd just be like, all right, I'm about to fight. Let me go on this, 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 this podcast. Let me, like, you know, promote stuff. Which like, Sean does. He was, like, on the Knock Boys podcast. Yeah. He was on Logan Paul's podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was, like, on all these podcasts where you're, like, a no jumper. And when he's on these, you're, like, yo, he's interesting, like, to talk to. He, not only that, look, I mean, you don't care about this, but one of the biggest talking points in his podcast has been his open relationship. Mm-hmm. How he has this open relationship. That adds more stock to him as a person people are interested in that people are now yeah, looking it's up like to him to be like and it's like wait what yeah like what yeah. can i try that in my mm-hmm. relationship what is he doing to make it work because he talks about how yeah. he was with this girl before he had money before yeah. he had anything this was already yeah. set in stone before in his life and it's funny those things are not fighting but yeah. they're interesting and they make people want to watch you next time it, it, it's interesting that like the fighter's fighter like the guy who's like about the fighting that's about the technique it's a tip it's, it, it's a very stereotypical type of guy that i imagine it's a guy with a bus cut who's built who probably yeah doesn't have a lot of money because they're they they care about the sport too much to be like i don't want to do all that extra stuff i'm just here to fight yeah and that's when you get into my accounts at the negatives blah 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 blah. but it's like you chose that kobe covington right yeah i don't know if you've seen him no i don't know who that is he's the maga dude okay he was gonna get cut Mm -hmm. they told him it's your last fight win or lose this is it so he's there in the locker room just contemplating and thinking about how this is it. And then he grabs a MAGA hat mm-hmm. and goes out there and just starts performing while in being the villain. Because if he's going to go out, he's going to go out regardless. Yeah. And then now he's continuing his career because he did something exactly. that people hate. They're like, no, nah, I don't fuck with his Trump shit. And it's like, all right, like I get that. But but that's the point. Yeah. You know what I mean? You kind of want to see him lose now right. or... Well, it's funny. I was um I was actually watching South Park because I was kind of bored, and um on HBO Max they have like all the seasons, and I was watching one of my favorite episodes where it's like where they're making fun of the WWE, yeah, and it's like the 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 kids like get into WWE they want to learn how to wrestle and they like sign up for a real wrestling. 
thing. And then they're like, bro, this is gay. Like, we don't want to do this. Like, actual like actual Greek wrestling is kind of gay. Yeah, I know. You're I wearing rem- these little leotards. Yeah, and I remember taking pictures of this, like, for photo when I was, like, in high school. And I was like, bro, these pictures are wild. Like, I don't know that we could use any of these. They're too gay? Yeah. Like, the starting position is, like, you basically, like... It's like this dude on all fours, and then you get, like, from behind. That's the starting position. <laughs> no cap. I that's mean, the starting position. I remember, I'm going to be real. Like, when I first started playing football, and I was the center, mm-hmm. and there was some dude's hand on my ass, that felt gay. It's pretty gay. And then they'd slap your ass afterwards to say good job. Yeah. I'm like, like, it really made me think, like, I know this is part of the culture, but is this so you guys wear us down so y'all could, like molest us comfortably later <laughs> like it really yeah. felt like where i'm like are you just prepping us yeah because y'all are talking about how like hard we need to be but y'all like gaying us up yeah you felt being you felt like you were being groomed honestly yeah i was just like i don't know if this is the yeah. way yeah so then the kids are like bro this isn't wrestling so then they do their own little thing and all it is is like them acting and like not really like the wrestling part is like like bare- wwe yeah yeah, yeah 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 like it's just creating a story and that's that is what sells it's not the fighting will sell only to the super fans. But yeah. the story, the personality, the... Oh, speaking of, because this is definitely something that we should be talking about. Why do you think Jake Paul is not a professional fighter and gets the, the big paydays? He's a professional fighter now because he's getting paydays. Yeah, but I'm Isn't saying... is crazy like, now? Like, that's all that matters now. Professional yeah. just means you get money for it. Right. Doesn't necessarily mean you're the best. Yeah. Just means you get money for it. You can say that for any, like, musician who maybe just struck gold. Yeah. Or professional musicians. Yeah. Don't mean... Yeah. They're the best at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So bringing up the the actual most recent UFC event, because that just happened uh, last week, and we mm-hmm. haven't gotten a chance to talk about it. Did you see any of it? I, no. All right. So here's what was going on, right? So what was going on is Dustin Poirier, the one that fought McGregor and broke mm-hmm. his leg, yeah. versus the title holder, Charles Oliveira, mm-hmm. who beat, um, I don't know if it was, I think it was, what's his name? Regardless, he's the title holder, right? Okay. And this is his first offense. So everyone like me who's seen what he did to Connor and has been following his career has been like, Dustin's going to take this. Yeah. Dustin's going to get him. Um, people are saying that like Charles Oliveira has some quit in him. He's quit in the past in a little fight. And if you, if you have oh, like that in tapped there, out. yeah, like you can't get rid of that or something like that. And like whatever. Under that co-main event is Amanda Nunes. All right, the fighter, title holder, fighting Juliana Pena. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, Amanda Nunes is just going to destroy this yeah. girl. Yo, can we talk about how the girl fighting is way more, like, scarier than the yeah. guy fighting? So, like, it, it, like, legit makes me kind of, like, sick to my stomach where I'm like, yo. Dude, I'm telling you, it was wild. So this was one of, like, the biggest upsets I, in, like, the history of the sport. I don't know why women get, like, shit on in sports when they go the hardest. Yeah, like... like even if you watch women's soccer, bro, they, they'll, they like, pull each other's ponytails. Like, they wild. Oh, so... But it was the biggest upset, you said? Yes. Because when you see something like this, when you see that Amanda Nunes is supposed to be the one that, like... And in what the round? Fuck out of this girl. Oh, was it like an instant thing? This girl was taken out in two rounds. Um, and Amanda Nunes was out in two rounds. Damn. Um. So you can see. Look at this. Like, she goes out here, and Amanda Nunes is on the left in black. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look at how Juliana Pena is just socking this girl and just like stunning the fuck out of this girl. She's like trying to take these shots, and at, at a certain point, Amanda Nunes just gets freaked out and just starts trying to throw punches that are like not even calculated. Look how she's getting stuck oh, every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. She's just getting stuck every oh, time. Shit. And now Amanda Nunes is stunned and trying to figure out how to get out of it, how to start throwing punches, and she's not landing anything. Yeah, she'll throw random little kicks that like aren't even doing anything to help her case. Yeah, just and like, like the, look, you see yeah, that kick. Yo, what the fuck yo, did that kick do? I could have did that. Look, what the fuck? You're talking about Amanda Nunes here. Yeah. What did that kick do? It wasn't even. It wasn't comes, even like to the thigh. See, look, she's just throwing like, like, like that's what panic they do. hits. That's what they do, right? They kick each other's thighs so they can like yeah. get them to and the floor. And look, she's getting her shit rocked. 
Damn. So then the round ends. She's got her shit rocked. And uh, basically, her uh, Juliana Pena's ground game is the thing. And Amanda Serrano, I mean Amanda Serrano, Amanda Nunes is supposed to get you on her feet. Mm. If you're getting your ass beat so on she, your feet. She's supposed to be the one that's like, she'll knock you out. Yes. So then the second that this round ends and that happens right there and she gets put to the floor. Yeah. Immediately when she puts her in the hold, Amanda Serrano says, fuck. I mean, fuck. I got to stop saying that. Amanda Nunes says, fuck this shit. And right there she taps out. Damn. And that's the end. So that fight, you're like, that shouldn't have fucking happened, right? Yeah. Like when you're looking at this to be like, oh, it's gonna be all this and this craziness, then you have this going on. All right. So he was getting them in the beginning. Yeah. All right. Dustin Poirier was really getting Oliveira with some shots on the first round. Okay? Yeah. And what was this one? This isn't the way that it finished. This isn't the way that it ended. Oh, that's how he beat. So the last time he bit Michael Chandler. All right. Now. And I've heard that the other guy, uh, 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 what's his name, Oliver? Uh-huh. Isn't he supposed to be like a grappling dude? Yeah. So look. So that's the thing is he's a grappling dude. So Dustin Poirier, he was getting him with these shots where you're like, okay, he's got this. He's got the first round. Yeah. And then you start seeing like. I, so pretty much Dustin Poirier gets taken out in the beginning of the third round. Mm -hmm. First round, Dustin Poirier is coming out with some shots. Mm -hmm. He's on his feet. He's using his techniques. It's going, looking to look his way. Yeah. Then what happens after that? See those, those hits? Yeah. All those hits are like, oh, he's got this. Then the second round, Dustin Poirier gets taken to the ground mm -hmm. and he's held on the ground for the entire second round. Mm. The entire second round, he's just getting his face beat in. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, if I get up and try to like maneuver out of this, I might give him my back. And if I give him my back, it's over. Yeah. And then on in the last I mean, round of this fight, he does get his back. He gets on top, does the standing chokehold. Yeah. And submits him. But at that second, that position right there is where he was at the entire second round. Mm. He was like that the entirety of that round because he could not do anything about it. Yeah. And then once he finally did get tired out from that and he did give his back, it was a wrap. He gets put up like that. Yeah. And that's the submission. Mm. And no one wanted, no one was expecting that. Yeah. So it's like, it's crazy to see. Just kind of how all this stuff can go. You know what I mean? Like how yeah, it can just switch from game, one yeah. second to the next. And yeah, it's yeah. so quick. Mm -hmm. So it was a super, super, super entertaining fight. I was with my cousin and he was just trying to be like, I'll bet the underdog. I don't give a fuck. Good thing I didn't. Yeah. I was going to bet him. I was be like, really? You really just want to take that underdog bet? Yeah. And I was like, nope, nope. I ain't got money to spend like that. Yeah, 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 and I yeah, didn't. I would have fucking you, lost. You, you were like, you were like. I'm going to get shit from Pablo for doing this. Yeah. He's, he's not going to let it go. So that shit was just one of those, like, nights where it was entertaining, though. Yeah. Like, it was an entertaining fight night. Yeah, yeah, So that mixed with tonight's fight night, it's going to be interesting, like, few weeks. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little interested. Not going to pay for it. Nah, bitch. I'm going to I'm going to Twin Peaks or some shit. I mean, I don't... I don't know. Um, I don't have we'll anything going on for the rest of the day, so we could go somewhere. All right. B-dubs or something. Well, I know for sure Twin Peaks is showing it. I've had to do the research. I don't want to go to Twin Peaks. I know Peaks. you don't want to, but you just literally just wear your wedding ring. Wear two wedding rings. <laughs> you know what I'm All saying? Right. Like, um, but anyway, uh, you know, to actually get the podcast started, though. If we are going to get the podcast started. Talking about championships, talking about dramatic wins and losses. I know. And honestly, I'm, I'm a recent. I'm going to say I'm a recent fan. Take that with a grain of salt. But the Formula One, you know, world title was already taken. All right. And it was taken by Max Verstappen, who it's been a wild season between him and Lewis Hamilton. So, like, in Formula One, there's two big competitors. And it's kind of an unfair thing because it doesn't really, like, everyone's so good at driving that it all comes down to the car. Yeah. And right now, Mercedes and Red Bull, which I don't know why Red Bull has a car. No one's really explained that to me yet. 
I mean, it's just a matter of like being a company that has enough money to sponsor stuff, yeah. right? And I mean, bro, like when they crash, like I think it's like um, it costs like two hundred mil to fix that. Anytime they crash, yeah. That's wild. It's just an expensive sport, bro. Like, this yeah. is, like, for rich people. For sure. Like, uh, and not just, like, new money. This is, like, old money. Um, so, basically, um, Lewis and Max have just been going at it every time. Uh, basically, like, crashing into each other where it's, like, they'll be, like, one will be in first and one will be in second. And they'll be, like, nah, fuck you. I don't want you to win. So, I'm going to just crash. Like, I'm going to just hit you with my car. Yeah, I've been seeing that shit. Like, I've been hearing yeah. about this when yeah, people yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, F1. Yeah. So now, and there's a little controversy on the win. I'm trying to put an asterisk on Max's title win, but it technically, like, you could put an asterisk on some of like Lewis's wins. Um, so you, but here's the thing: is in my opinion, so like, I kind of understand a little bit of what happened, which is yeah. like there was a crash. When there's a crash, there's like a caution leading vehicle right. that pretty much maintains the position mm-hmm. of where the race is at while they clear the wreck. Right. It could have been a situation where that crash was the end of the race. Well, but they got it out in time for one last lap and then let the lappers move out of position so that it could be Red Bull and Mercedes winning for the gold. Well, Alleged- that, that's what so that there's that and also like when they were clearing it there's a thing called boxing. That's basically when you go and get your tires changed. So when that happened and they were clearing that and they were doing that lap Everyone was like, all right, just box. Like, might as well. Because, you know, this lap doesn't really count, essentially. Everybody bo- boxed. Everybody changed tires. And um, there's different types of tires. So, like, there's more durable Soft ones. And hard ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Lewis didn't box because he was like, nah. I, like, they were trying not to lose position yeah. or something. And then so Lewis didn't box. He stayed on hard tires. Max box got softer tires because he's like, I'm, we're about to go. And then... Um, so, yeah, they kind of try to do the clearing thing, and then they're like, nah. And basically, um, Max was able to catch up to him, to Lewis, and, and beat him at the end. And then, I don't know. There's a, so there's a lot of, like, controversy there. But th- at the same time, there's two big titles when it comes to F1. There's obviously the driver one, and then there's the mechanical side of things. Because it's, like, all these engineers, like, basically, like, battling each other. Yeah. And whoever wins, like, gets more money for their team. So Mercedes still won. But the driver thing was yeah. the thing because he yeah, was yeah, trying yeah. to win his eighth, yeah, right? His eighth driver title, right? So okay, because that's what I was understanding, but yeah, I yeah. don't watch it or know enough because it all seems like it's a bunch it, of math it's too, a lot bro. Of math and unfairness in the sport. So it's like, do you just go for the team that you think is going to win every single time, yeah. or do you try to go for an underdog? Because going for an underdog don't really yeah. So like the underdog would be like Haas, and they're like the American team in F one, and they're like right now that they ranked like last. <laughs> why, why don't America put some money behind shit? We put money behind everything else. Yeah, I don't know. It, uh, probably because like the 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 Europeans don't want us. Honestly, so so is that the thing? Like, usually we like to have the sports be our sports, American mm-hmm. sports that other people play. Yeah. Now we're over here trying to play in other country sports. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Okay. I mean, I don't know. How does that make you feel? Because it's kind of like we're trying to conform to their culture, right? Well, so here's the thing. Okay. This is what my dad told me. Because you know how there's that one Netflix documentary about F1 that yeah. I've been trying to get you to watch. That you're eventually going to watch. I'm going to watch it eventually. Um, but basically what happened, because my dad's a big F1 guy. Um, and he told me that F1 was up for sale. And that American people had been trying to buy it, but they wouldn't allow him. So there's one investor. He's like... I, I don't know his name. He, like, told me, but I don't remember. Basically paid, like, European dudes to be like, all right, you're going to pretend it's me, and you're going to buy F1. So then he buys it, and everyone now realizes, like, this American dude now owns F1, and he starts the Netflix documentary and, like, oh. brought all his eyes to it. So we we are trying to take over. Don't, don't get right, it twisted. All right, all right. I respect that. I respect yeah. America for doing that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. I, I like that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know why I like things being owned by America. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been really on this lately. We need yeah. more. We need more, uh, more assets, dog. Yeah. But bro, there's like certain, like, I forgot where, I think it's in Morocco, the Moroccan Prix, the Moroccan Prix, Grand Prix. Um, dude, I think there's like, the only way to watch it is like from your yacht. 
What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, you gotta watch the documentary. Like, you see, like, um, Chris Jenner, like, in a yacht, just, like, watching the races. That's ridiculous, dog. Yeah. Nah. You ever been on a yacht? No. What? <laughs> I, I haven't either. I'm just asking. I'm just wondering. I just... The the biggest boat I've been to is the ferry in Gavison. Okay. I have this uh, this thing, and I don't know if this is privileged thinking. Yeah. That once you imagine, it's almost, like, once you imagine something, and then you make it attainable. Yeah then it just always becomes attainable. Mm. Like in like... Like speaking it. Kind of. So yeah. like, like, I don't know. I have a feeling I'm going to be going on a lot more planes this this like in the future. Oh, and you're speaking that into... I'm speaking that into existence because yeah. I've been like, before I used to look at planes like, damn, well, you, you got to be really doing something if you're going to hop oh, on a wait. plane. Yes, yes. I feel that. Yes. So you're like, yeah, people, yeah, like yeah. you can't just be hopping on planes all willy-nilly, right? Yeah. And then now I feel like I haven't been hopping on planes willy-nilly, but it's been feeling like I'm hopping on planes willy-nilly. Yeah. And now I'm thinking like, I think I'm going to start hopping on planes willy-nilly. Yeah. And I just am feeling that. Uh, I don't know why. No, I respect it. I respect it. We're just going to speak that into existence. Because I remember before when I would think about football games, I'd be like, damn, imagine like you go to a football game, it's a whole thing. And now I'm at those hoes like every week. Yeah. Like willy nilly and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I've had yeah, you're just like yeah, the clubs over there. Like, well, <laughs> bro, you be wild at it in RD. Do you, do I really? Do yeah. I be like in my element? Yeah, bro, you be mansplaining in RD to me, bro. When, <laughs> when I pull up, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'll be what like, I'm hey, saying, the tacos are over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beers are over there. Yo, oh, once we're in the stadium, I'm a different person. I know. Stadium, that's dog. when you start mansplaining. I'm a whole different you, you, person, bro. In the you were you were out there telling your wife and your mom's like, no, we gotta go this way. Hey. You were they, right. They don't be in the park like me. Yeah. They don't be in the park like me. I'm telling them, the private restroom's this way. Yeah. Okay? Like, the private restroom's this way. Grab some chocolate chip cookies on the way out. Yeah. It's yeah. just the energy you come with it that no one wants to listen to you. But then, and, th- and then my and my mom is so Mexican <laughs> with this shit. So she'd be going to the suite ticket. So mind you, we have, like, club yeah, seats yeah, yeah. and suite t- seats. Yeah. She'd be going into the suites, and then you get wristbands so you can walk in and out of the suites. Mm-hmm. She'd be going to the free food line, loading it up with sliders and, like, hot dogs and whatever the fuck, chicken yeah. tenders. Then she puts the plate, like, a plate on top of a plate on her arm and puts a jacket over her arm. So, like, she just walk in. And then she comes and drops snacks off to us on some Mexican shit. Bro, I love that. I she love that. She just drop snacks off at our section. I love that. That's sick. Yeah, why not? And she, like... This come included in our in our sweet ticket pricing. Yeah, why not, bro? So I was eating good at the at the club seats. I'm just saying. Yeah, I would do I, that. I have sliders. I'm saying, bro. Doesn't matter how high I make it, the ghetto's gonna come out somehow. I know. <laughs> so that's that's like where I'm like, all right, I, I respect her, but we be we be different monsters in NRG now, dog. Yeah. Like, I don't know, dog. The Texans sent my parents. I've been I've been on this place. I'm about to plug another local spot. I've been on this place called Tiny's Milk and Cookies. Okay? Tiny's is good. I've I've heard. So, the chocolate chip cookies there are insane. Yeah, like insane. Yeah, I've been like when I'm having a cookie craving, I'm like I gotta fucking pull up there, right? Yeah. I'm at my parents' house the other day, and my mom showed me some burnt cookies. And she's like, "The Texans sent us some like cookies, and like I tried to make them, but like I left them too long and stuff." And I was like, what? And she shows me the box. And there was Tiny's Milk and Cookies. They sent her the whole cookie dough pack. Oh, and I dang. said, you disrespected these cookies? Uh-uh. I had to make some of them hoes? Yeah. Dog. First of all, I didn't get a package. I'm just saying. Well, I didn't get no cookie here, here's dough. A, here's the thing, dog. Here's the thing. The Texans know they suck balls. <laughs> they know. Like, they know. Like, they're just trying no- to make it a little sweet for you? That... They they gotta give you a reason to stay. Honestly, because that's just getting ridiculous. I'll tell you what. Last time, we lost to the Dolphins, dog. Bro, we played the Seahawks, right? Yeah, and they whooped us. Not only did they whoop us, every time they scored a touchdown, it was louder for the Seahawks than it was for the Texans. There was more Seahawks fans. You did tell in me this about this. Stadium yeah, 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 yeah. Than there was. It's all like, the Tech Bros, bro. I think. I here's what I think happened. Yeah. I think some tech bros just came because they were like, if I'm going to go to any away game, the cheapest one is to be the fucking Texans. Yeah. And it's going to be the one for sure we're going to win. I don't even have to worry about being a f- <laughs> yeah. about being disappointed that they lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secondly, 
I think there's a large group of people that moved from Seattle to Austin because it's the new techie place. Right. And I think there's a lot of Washington people in Austin now. So it's a quick drive away. It's the same thing, too, with like, uh, I remember being at the one of the opening games of like the MLB and the Astros played uh, the Dodgers. And I, I, I told you this, it was about 50 50. That's where it's wild, yeah, because we do have so many people yeah. coming in and stuff now. Yeah, and it's like, oh, so y'all just going to be the op and act like it's y'all city? Like, nah. But they're nice, unfortunately. Like, you can't even be mad at, like, Seahawks fans. Yeah. Because they're not, like, Dallas fans and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're cool. Uh, like, mm. they respect you. And Damn. then you're just like, fuck. Give me a reason to hate you. Yeah, I know. Give me a reason to be upset at you. We're just giving them beer and food and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> We didn't, have, we didn't know what else to do. Yeah. Just being nice. Yeah. It's like when you like run into a Mormon. Yeah. You're just like, yo, I want to say fuck you, but like, you ain't that bad. Yeah. And honestly, if there's one, I, I don't like, I don't like to like mess with, like talk down to like religions, but if there's one religion I don't trust is Mormonism. You trust more, uh, you trust Scientology before you trust Mormonism? Name a minority that's a Mormon. All right. What even is, like, the basis of the Mormon religion? Yo, it's wild. There's a whole South Park episode on it, actually. <laughs> all right, all right well, I'll, I'll do my homework then. <laughs> yeah. But I think we got what we need. No, we did. And um, and I guess now it's time to actually start the podcast. Honestly, we need to start the podcast. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Um, we ain't do a top five, and now I feel bad. Um, We'll come back with the top five next time. We'll come after, back with the top five. Honestly, after we've had our dinner. Mm. Because then we're really gonna like Christmas yeah. is always like a weird one. I feel like it's not as traditional. It's, yo, it's tamale season, so make sure you hit up your tias. Yep, hit up Delia's and uh, McAllen for all yep. of your shipping tamales needs. Mm. Tell your tias and your tias that we're out here. Yep, being wild, staying speaking wild for them. Yep, mansplaining and. Uh, Getting rid of the Diablo, praying away the Diablo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. R.I.P. No Chente. R.I.P. Chente. We, we poured some tequila out for you. No camera. bad vibes, just positive spirits. Yep, 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 yep. And we out. Brr.